I'm joined by Sean Tallman. Um, we're here to talk about water sports, all of them, and everything about them. Water sports, water boarding sports, uh, the name of the podcast, the water boarder, a board goes on the water, Gra- congratulations, you're a water boarder, <laughs> yeah, windsurfing, <laughs> kitesurfing, skimboarding, wakeboarding, everything. Yeah, so um, a bit about ourselves. Um, Sean, would you like to go first? Your background in your water sports, why, we, why we're why we here and why we want to talk about water sports. You know, I, I've been involved in water sports pretty much just growing up, living pretty close to the beach, Southern California, Redondo Beach. Um, started off when I was young. My dad got me into sailing and just through sailing – I've made friends with surfers, kite surfers, swim surfers, like all that stuff. I'm super thankful for it. Yeah, it's awesome. Great experiences, I'm sure, throughout your whole... Oh. I mean, it enhances growing up in so many ways. You know, it's just an awesome thing to do. You know, it's totally fun doing the activity itself, but half the fun is doing the traveling and stuff, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> A bit about myself. Um, I grew up primarily or primarily sailing. Um, I def I surfed a little bit when I was younger with my uncle when I oh, lived in the, Florida. In the, oh, in Florida. Yeah, and in oh, Florida. Nice. Um, so yeah, we were sailing out of Jacksonville on in the Atlantic. But most of your sailing is. But most of my from sailing. Area, right? Well, yeah. So I actually yeah. started my first sailing lessons. My grandfather got mm-hmm. for me in Maine, actually. Oh, in Maine. Yeah. So I wow. first sailed Nopti in Maine. Yeah. Noptimus is a small starting boat a lot of kids use to learn. You know, we're talking about sailing here. Yeah. But if you really think about it, a sailboat is really a, a really big board. Yeah, of on some the water, sort. Right. Yeah, it has to do with water and it moves on it. Just a big board. Yeah. Um. Yeah, anyways, I had those lessons, really enjoyed it. Um, and then once I moved to the Bay Area, my friend got me into sailing out there. And I did it ever since. Did, um did Opti's, I did high school sailing, and then now I'm going to here at Eckerd with you on the Eckerd sailing team. Yeah. So that's awesome, too. Se- sailing's Continuing awesome. our adventure. Sailing's super fun. Yeah, but then aside from sailing, um, Sean kiteboards. He'll talk about that in a second. Um, I'm very interested in getting into kiteboarding. So I love talking about it, and I'm planning on buying gear as soon as I can. It's just a, as we'll talk about, big there's, a, there's a big, it's a big financial commitment, but definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Sean, you want to talk a little bit about that and your kiteboarding? Yeah, you know, Eckerd um, provides, being located in St. Peter, Petersburg, it's a really good kite location. It's an amazing kite location. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's world famous, you know? Yeah, I Skyway think Skyway so. Bridge, uh, Skyway West, I'm... Fort Pretty well-known spot, yeah, Fort Soto. East Beach. We had a, a session at North Beach, what was that, on uh, Saturday, right? Yeah, two days ago. Yeah, it was really super cool spot. I I was fortunate enough to learn kiteboarding here. Makes it a lot easier from learning kiteboarding on California for, or in California for a few reasons. Mm-hmm. We got, what, that, the continental shelf over here. Yeah, very. Provides some shallow water. Very shallow water. Yeah. Get wind all the time. Yeah, like, I mean, not time. all the time, but when it does come, it well, comes. Well, California, the thing is, it's like, summertime, 
you get pretty good wind, even in your area, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Bay yeah. Area, no, not even like pretty good. We wind's on. Crazy wind. Yeah, that's like when you want to kite up there. Yeah. But uh, in the wintertime, like... Dead. Dead. Completely dead. <laughs> no so wind. Here you kind of get days where you can pretty much kite every day of the year, I'd say, right? I mean, yeah, base, basically. I mean, definitely some off days at some points. Oh, but yeah, I feel like so. the wind always... I mean, not yeah. always. If you but do some driving, then yeah, you, if you're you'll com- find a spot. But if you're committed enough, you'll you'll find the wind. Yeah, it's there. And the water's warm. Yeah, water's warm yeah. and like waist deep. What place. do you think the water freaking got down to uh, your house, man? Pretty cool. Yeah, my house, yeah. That's a that's like been 40s, a big. Maybe? That's actually, yeah. Honestly, Dude, that um, sounds awful. I mean, that's honestly been kind of one of the bigger things that's kind of um, swayed me away from surfing. I, yeah. I just I hate. I don't. I'm a cold pus- water for the cold and water. big sharks. Right? Yeah, big old sharks swimming Some around too. Sharks. It doesn't encourage me. Have you ever seen a shark out there in the bay? Um, I have not. Part I've seen smaller sharks. No, nothing. Small huge. sharks. Yeah, I've seen a few um, sharks in the. But there was in the South Bay. I mean, yeah, there's great whites around. Yeah. One attacked a seal like a year ago, Damn. right off of Alcatraz. It was gnarly. That's and all gnarly. The, all the tourists saw it. That's so gnarly. Um, and yeah, I mean, people get attacked every once in a while, but it's not. I don't know. It's just a freak thing freak that happened, accident. but when it happens, you're like, it's scary. You no, know, you're, you're in, you're in their element. Yep, in their totally, world. You're yeah, in their you're... world, swimming around. Yeah, but they don't like always they don't always attack people too. Like yeah. I know my dad has a friend who actually um, he um he dives out at the Farallones, uh-huh. but he does it by himself. It's like That's he just, just yeah he goes out in his boat and then he has a, a line. He's a bo- yeah he goes down with his oxygen line and I forget exactly I forget what he gets um. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But he does. Yeah, he'll go down there. He's had some. He actually got bit recently. He had to get surgery. Really? Yeah, got By a bit, shark. A great white. Yeah. Oh, a great white. Yeah, he came. Yeah, he got bit in the hand. I think and had to that get surgery. Super gnarly. So that was crazy. You know, I was um, kiteboarding, uh, San Simeon, mm-hmm. uh, Central California, not a few months ago, um, maybe August time. Mm-hmm. Water's still like freaking, probably 50, freezing. Fifty eight, maybe. Yeah. Super cold, but uh, I was kiteboarding. Had a cool session. Got back to the beach, packing up all my gear, enjoying the scenery. Huge, maybe ten foot, fifteen foot great white shark. No way. Jumps out of the water with a fish in its mouth, dude. Really? Right where I was kiteboarding, dude. That's, yeah. But you know, this is San Simeon, and. Um, probably a few miles down the beach, you know, major elephant seal breeding ground. Yeah, uh, yeah, like that's where it gets It's risky. known for that. Well, that's that goes to show how much we love doing these things if we're willing to risk. <laughs> yeah, risk versus risk reward, it. right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's totally a risk versus reward. But, I don't know, definitely feel, I mean, there's hammerheads and stuff around in St. Pete. Oh, dude, I also saw a hammerhead. Yeah, in St. Pete. Off, dude, like, They're you around. know, you're looking at South Beach and you're seeing the mangrove. Just north of that mangrove, I've seen a hammerhead shark. Really? Yeah, with uh, Sam Shannon. Oh, really? Yeah, when I first tried to Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that is not wild. And then we saw it, and we're like, well, session's over. <laughs> yeah, pack it up. <laughs> and then we saw it attack, like a fish or something. Because hmm. we literally just brought his uh, his boat from the waterfront, you know, oh, around yeah, the south yeah, end yeah, of the mangrove. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And uh, back up. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about your surfing, oh, right? We didn't get yeah. a chance to talk about that as much, but that's definitely a huge part of your water sports background, I'd say, wouldn't you say? 
Yeah, you know, I, um, growing up in Redondo Beach, just fortunate enough to be exposed to the huge surfing atmosphere. And um, living in California, we, um, we, especially in the wintertime, we just get hit by these um, uh, low pressure systems off the Aleutian Islands that uh, brings these swells to our area. And, um, you know, uh, the last few weeks before school, I've gotten some great waves. And, yeah. What about and what about internationally too? You've gotten to travel, I hear. Oh I, yeah, I hear. um, being on a surf team, uh, my junior year we uh, went to El Salvador, which is actually a super cool spot. We uh, surfed uh, Las Flores, and um, uh, we it it's a cool spot, super cool spot. It's um, it's not like the United States though. Third yeah. world country, airports gnarly like. We had armed guards at night, really? just like defending the property. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's gnarly, man. Like, MS thirteen. Yeah. That gnarly gang that runs yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of those guys surf, you know. Really. Like the gangsters, like you'll pull up to a surf spot and MS thirteen just like everywhere. Really. And it's <laughs> like, oh crap. Yeah, but I guess still, as soon as you get out there, surfing is you get to go surfing. <laughs> yeah, with the gangsters. With the gangsters. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I mean. No, yeah, no. Sports the same all around uh, the world. Yeah. That's a, I love it for that. It's amazing how, I mean, I'm sure you've made some great connections in some of these places Oh, yeah, as well. totally. You make good friends um, through any water sport, I feel like. You, you're you sharing that common bond of something you love, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how we met. We're on the sailing team. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> sailing together and stuff, like. Yep, brings people together and belong together. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, I had a cool experience in Croatia, actually, where I was on a charter boat for a little while, mm-hmm. a sailboat, and um, I got to know the skipper pretty well. And she, yeah, we became kind of friends. And I got her number, and she even told me I should totally think about at least coming back and working oh, there. Oh, like so hiring you? Oh, Like really? hiring me to, like, sail with, like, charter That'd boats for fun. them. In Croatia? Yeah, which is, like, incredible. Yeah, like, cool. dude, that would, it was crazy that is so, so like i don't know the connect kind of connections you can make for like i don't know like i had like that's a job opportunity well, in a part of the world that i never would have expected especially like all like, you know kiteboarding really is attracting like tourism and stuff like people are yeah, wanting def- to go definitely. like i said earlier like half of doing the fun water activities is the traveling side of it you know yeah definitely yeah you get to go to some wild so places get, yeah so you get these tourists who are are wanting to pay people to teach them stuff. Like sailing too, right? Mm-hmm. Like as a lady wanted to hire you to teach teach sailing, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Do a lot of a lot of yeah, a lot of coaching actually. I forgot to mention. Well we even have our friend Jackie who is uh also a for or I guess a current Eggard student, but she's technically <laughs> taking a gap year and what is she working on a boat Yeah, in the she's Bahamas. sailing yeah, she's sailing um She's working on a catamaran yeah, in the Bahamas. She, yeah, she's think. working on a catamaran, <laughs> like teaching sailing. Or and something. I'm sure, I'm sure that had partially to do with, I mean, it had to do with her sailing experience. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, she's learning. She's an avid sailor. She's in that. She's involved in that community, you know. Yeah. Exactly. You, yeah. Have you built any cool relationships with people in other countries? Well, water sports. Yeah, you know. uh... A while ago, I went to Costa Rica, and um, I made friends with this guy in Nasara, 
near Oshinal Beach. Um, he started this brand, Monkey Mafia. Oh, yeah. Cool name, cool brand. He gave me a t-shirt. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't bring my boards or anything when I visited him because I thought I could, like, find a place to rent it. And luckily I met this guy. And he wasn't, like, an actual place, like, to rent boards. I guess there was, like, other places I could have gone around there to rent boards. But I saw this place, Monkey Mafia. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's like, a cool name. Like, right. he, this guy has cool... Alfonso, that was his name, <laughs> uh, hooked me up with some boards that I rented for him, from him for, like, probably, like, 10 or maybe 15 bucks a day or something in, Amer- in U.S. dollars. Huh. And, um, yeah, you know, got some super cool surf there. Um, I can't remember the names of it. I surfed Oshinal Beach. I surfed some random point breaks. Can't remember their names, though. Um, but it was really fun. Um, the board mm-hmm. I was riding was like a board from the 90s. It was like huh. this, like, like probably like a 5'11", like not a lot of foam thruster, meaning it has three fin- uh, three fins in the back. And um, it was fun. You know, I got some, got some fun surf. Fun surf, cool people. Cool people. Great communities. Good food. Yeah, definitely good food. Yeah. Um, so maybe I was thinking we could talk a little bit more about kiteboarding. And oh, yeah, totally. Where we are with that. Um, so we can start off with you, I guess, if you want. Um, yeah, St. Petersburg. Yeah, you learned how, what yeah. was it, like, a, when did you start? Like about a year ago now, or? Yeah, I would say. A year and a half. I probably bought my gear maybe... A little less than two years ago. Yeah. You've had it for a while. And um, really started learning, like, probably a little more than a year ago. Mm-hmm. And now, now I'm here. Now I'm back here where I started learning. Started learning in St. Petersburg. Went back to California. Kind of honed in my skills over the summer. Now I'm back here just realizing how bitchin' of a spot St. Petersburg <laughs> is. Yeah, it really is. It really is. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool to be able to realize that too. I bet coming back, once you actually know how to use the equipment, you get to realize, oh, totally. then you get to start focusing on where you are, um, as opposed to what you're doing. Right. Um, well, as far as for me, um, I really want to get into kiteboarding. I've just had to come up with the funds over this past yeah, semester. It is a commitment. It is a man. commitment. Definitely worth it, but it's a financial commitment. Yeah. Were you thinking um, do you have any brands like you were looking at or Um, I mean, I'm still looking, but definitely maybe like Duotone or Nash or um Yeah. What was the one I Cabrina? Yeah, Cabrina. Yeah, you were looking at Cabrina, yeah, Cabrina earlier. Um That's a good brand. They're good, but I'm also thinking of getting a used kite at first yeah, because of definitely how the move. I mean they run you over thousand dollars sometimes even up to like 1500 yeah right? um, for a new kite that you might even might crash once yeah, or might, twice you're gonna you're crash it a few times but it's it's part of the process you yeah know? so i'm thinking of getting a used kite to start and then maybe getting stuff like i don't know like the harness and bar and like everything yeah, else good board. harness is worth yeah, it i think harness wouldn't you say that's probably one yeah, of the, I had one of the harness. best things to get like per get done right yeah i you know i had two harnesses um or I'm on my second harness now, but my first harness was just this lame Why? harness. It was I bought it used. I bought it for like forty bucks, like thinking it didn't really matter. But you know, it would like slide up my body, and you're trying to hold your kite kind of low on your body, like around your waist, so you're able to move the bar, and your bar is kind of more in front of you. 
But once once your harness raises up your chest, your bar kind of escapes from right in front of you. So it just kind of makes it harder to really trim in your kite. Yeah. Which is just like not good for when you're learning. Yeah, so how did you solve that? When, what did you end up doing? I, I just bought this uh, other harness by my house. Mm-hmm. I bought it in Long Beach. It was uh, an ion uh, leg harness. So, so it had straps that? around my legs. Oh, okay. So it just... Prevent it from sliding. Yeah, there's no way to like raise up Make a my better, body. Make a better yeah. fit. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's kind of like a diaper. Yeah, maybe I'll look cool at Cool diaper, I might though. look into those as well. Cool feel diaper. Like I feel have that similar problem, potentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, how about, how was the, how was the kiting yesterday? It was pretty, pretty wild yeah, out there. Yeah, you know, it was, it was windy out Or two days it. ago, I mean. Yeah, two days ago now, uh, it was probably like, what, 25 knots? Yeah, I think it yeah, you definitely were, was, I mean, when we first got there, it was looking kind of bleak, right? Yeah, not, when we first pulled up, it was like solid five knots. Maybe, yeah, Kind of bombed. And then we kind of noticed a few, um, puffs, meaning like, um, higher concentrations yeah, just of like wind. Yeah, just like quick, higher, like bursts of wind that were like increasing and like slowly shifting to the west of the wind direction. So we kind of got hopeful there. And then like and then it, we kept praying to the wind gods and the <laughs> wind just came up. Yeah, it we came up to like and we were 20, stoked. 25. Yeah, it was like 25 knots. And people showed up to, yeah, to kite uh, it. Yeah, it was a little traffic-y, man. Yeah, that was, it was a little it gnarly. It was definitely about a little that. traffic-y. That was landing. I did some jumps, and I, was, <laughs> yeah. I definitely might have pissed a few people off a few times. <laughs> yeah, getting, have some close calls. Yeah. Yeah, I was only on the beach, but I was landing and launching kites all day. It was yeah. crazy over there. Such a cool spot, though. Like, yeah, amazing. Wow, what an awesome spot. Yeah, to be able to kite out, screw up, and then just stand up a little farther yeah, you out. Yeah, stand up. <laughs> you know, one of those freaking... Uh, uh, jumps I did in, in the like lagoon or whatever I um I I missed the landing and I like was laying back and I put my hands in the water to stand up because I'm like in knee deep water and I grabbed a fish really yeah I could feel it like squirming in my hands and that's stuff that's crazy and it freaked the crap out of me <laughs> yeah I bet I was, I was like oh what the heck was that <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> but yeah it was, it was pretty funny but um, what a cool spot, man! Yeah, really awesome spot. Um, what a great a, learning spot too, as a well. Great learning. There's so many great. St. Peter's a great place I know, to learn it's how to kite. Crazy how many cool learning spots there is. Yeah. Um, and got Skyway kite, too. Got, yeah, and got to kite with a lot of really cool people the other day too. A lot of our friends who have been doing it for a while. Oh yeah, you know, teaching it. Ecker just. Everyone knows St. Pete's such a good kite school. Yeah. I mean, kite area. Kite area. Yeah. So. Um, there's a lot of F- Eckerd students who come here just for kiting. Like, I met this other guy. Um, he Unfortunately, he didn't continue going to Eckerd, but he um, went to a kiteboarding high school. Oh, yeah. And he was super into kiteboarding. He, his name was Noah. I'm oh, blanking yeah. on his last name, but he was a cool uh, yeah. dude. But he literally went to a kiteboarding high school, and he was just like this super good kiteboarder. And he's like, and he came here for dang, it. <laughs> I'm going to go to Eckerd because it's in St. Petersburg. Like, those are the best kite places in, like, yeah, it's in a, the United States, it's a destination. pretty much. Yeah, maybe besides Hawaii, right? Yeah, you see a lot of really skilled people yeah. out there just due to how desirable of a place it oh, is to totally. kite. Oh, totally, yeah. And Water's hopefully. warm, I mean. Yeah. Super shallow. Warm, shallow. It's perfect. It's perfect. 
Yeah, so, and hopefully we'll get to interview some of those guys in the upcoming days, right? I think we have some interviews planned, hopefully. Yeah, we do for the next podcast. We, hope we to, are planning to interview some of our friends. Some of them are former or former students uh, here, current kiteboarders in the yep, St. Petersburg definitely area. Definitely current kiteboarders. So, some are teaching, some are still learning, yeah. some are traveling. We'll have a good mix. We will have a good mix. I think that's all for today. Join us next time on the podcast. Shaka Mahalo. Sean out. Liam. Out.